Welcome to the Music Retail Show. Having conversations about the musical instrument industry to take you and your business farther. The Music Retail Show. Hey, welcome back to another episode. Today we are going to talk with Phil Bradbury of Little Walter Tube Amps. Man, what a great guy. We met him at the Amigo Guitar Show. And man, we had a great time having a conversation about his company, who he works with, and the quality and love that he puts into building his amps. You are going to love this episode. Listen to every second of it, and we'll see you on the other side. Does half the cost and double the value sound good to you? What about Made in the USA? Franklin Strap is 100% American-made, and you get double the quality for every dollar you spend. Call us today, 615-791-7057, and get in the strap business. Franklin Strap, the soft strap. All right, man, we are back around for uh, round two, actually. So, but the guitar show's going good, man. I've seen a lot of people that we've actually already known. Yeah, yeah. People are stopping by and just kind of talking and saying hello. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but we've got another guest here. Awesome. uh, Phil Bradbury from Little Walter Tube Amps. Yes, we're excited about this. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's my great pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, yeah, Phil, it's great to meet you. So, I'd always um, had known about Little Walter Amps through. Eric. Oh, yes. So I've known oh, yes. Eric. He's yes. been coming into MIRC for several years. So He's the uh, one that turned me on to your wonderful place. Is he really? Oh, yes. is I he really? love it. I, yeah, I, like I told you, I've uh, I've stocked up my uh, granddaughter's musical supplies from your That's right. That's right. place before. I'm very I'm very proud of that. All these grandkids have got MIRC guitar. Oh, that, oh, it was a great experience coming over there and Christmas shopping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. How's the show going? Oh, it's it's going good. It, it's not one of these things where you come expecting to, br- to do a lot of sales it, it, with all my customer base and our endorsees in this town it gives me an opportunity to interface with them go to dinner with them it's kind of a three-day homecoming you know hang out with the guys and yeah you went to a real good dinner last night huh? oh well yeah we i've been very very fortunate in uh getting to meet and become friends with Robin Ford, my hero guitar player, and we're now going to be building a new rig for him to tour and record with. Okay. Very cool. And so we, we had a dinner with Robin last night, and it was a lot of fun. Was I it really? That. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he's, he's a fine, fine gentleman. Yeah, yes. good. Yeah. Yes. yeah, very, very cool. So, um, yeah, so the show's been going good. Um, obviously, um, we want to get to know you a little bit more. Phil, tell us about uh, how you got started, uh, where Little Walter Amps came from. Okay, uh, well, I paid my way to college in the uh, uh, early 70s, uh, playing music uh, in Kentucky, and uh, then left the music business to get a gainful employment. Yes. Uh, you know, I thought maybe I'd find a wife that wanted to eat seven days a week, so yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I got into the mining and software business oh, and wow. had a very good career in that. Always a frustrated musician in the background, okay. you know. And about 15 years ago, I did my own album uh, on Pro Tools. It was to learn how to use Pro Tools, and I played every instrument and wrote the songs. And it wasn't a great recording, but it was a great experience. And during that, I found out the amps that I was using were very lackluster, and it sounded like a speaker in a cardboard box, basically. Okay. Oh, wow. And and it took me back to my college days where I didn't have much money and I would play these old, old fenders like I had a 48 dual professional and they oh, had the old awesome octal amps. tubes. Yeah. yeah. And they were magic. Yes. Uh, they weren't as sexy as the Marshalls and the big fenders, but they had this magic yeah. tone. Yeah. 
And I thought, I want to go back. At my age, I want to leave something here. And, you know, you're supposed to leave the earth a better place than where sure, you found sure. it. And yeah. So I thought, with all this corporate bull that's going on, <laughs> uh, making decisions yeah. instead of tone on the cost of a capacitor, I want to go back. And I studied for a year. And I wanted to create an amp that was very similar to the 30s and the 40s amps that oh, we that cool. we all are after. Yeah. But when you find one, it's baked and it's not. It's you got to rebuild it just about. So, yeah. I, I realized that that need we had a need for that. So I started building the old octal preamp tube circuits and. Oh, okay. Uh, cloth wire and there's no tag boards or turret boards used there's nothing that makes them easy to build yeah but it turned out to be magic and reggie young bought the first stamp that i ever i didn't wasn't really? even building them to sell and he fell in love with it yeah and wow. he took one over to vince gill's house and then i get a call from from vince gill and i'm like yeah that's good <laughs> i'm thinking which one of my buddies is imitating vince yeah, yeah. gill you know that's good company to be oh, with though. and and then brent mason and i i have been the most blessed human in the world and i i guess it's because the amps give them what they want yeah, so i'm yeah. proud of that but i also am very very blessed to be in such company and what i did was i i would come down and i would call on these stars to give me an hour or two show them something new I'd done and give me their feedback. And they acted surprised that I would listen to them. And yeah. and they said, well, the other amp companies don't, Aren't paying don't, attention. don't do yeah. that. And I'm like, oh, my God. I said, what what an opportunity. You know you're in. Huh? Yeah, well, what an opportunity. And so they have guided me, Paul Franklin, uh, Bruce Boughton, uh, uh, Brent, all of them, Dan Huff. They've all guided me toward what they wanted. I've been lucky enough to be able to do it. And so it's been a wonderful opportunity, and uh, wow. and I'm I'm just I, I'm one of the luckiest people in the world, I guess. Yeah. But I work hard. And I put now in you were twelve to fourteen about hours a Kentucky. day. Are you from Kentucky? Is that where you're based out of? I was of, born in Houston, Texas, but my dad was in the mining business, gotcha. yeah, okay. coal mining. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm a third generation miner. So West Virginia, Kentucky, all over, okay. all the places you probably wouldn't want to <laughs> live. Don't want to live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so where are you based out of now? I'm now in Pine, right outside of Pinehurst, North Carolina. It's actually West oh, End, but it's an hour. Beautiful area. Oh, it is. It's yeah. it's. Um, it's where they hold the U.S. Open every two or three years. Wow. And oh, yeah. What I tell people, it's where all the northern rich people come to play golf and die. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. yeah. No, well, very cool. cool. Very cool. So uh, a lot of kind of tell us what you're doing now as far as with Little Walter Ramps. I actually also saw in your booth over there, I didn't realize you guys had guitars, too. Maybe tell well, us a little bit about that, too. We, we kind of did a project a couple years ago to test the waters everybody who comes to our shows see the one thing i'd like to say is that what i do are these free amp clinics i've done it at muscle shoal studio i do it at berkeley uh, school uh, of music in yeah. boston uh, i i've held several of them here in town at the at the um, uh, musicians union hall downtown okay, okay. and if they're not for sales they're simply to give back because you most people buy an amp thinking it's a box that makes you sound as loud as the drummer and I want them to understand that it's much more than that if you know the right amp with the right tubes and most people don't know how to buy an amp they don't realize sure. well I'm playing this kind of music 
and they're buying an amp that they don't even know what kind of power tubes and so I'm trying to guide them well if you're a blues player you like Jack Pearson's your hero as he is mine yeah. I, you want to play six v6s and get that natural blues breakup or you want to sound like Vince Gill or Brent Mason six l6s a little bit bigger bottle and so I do these free clinics all okay. over the place and so that's that's one of the things that that I really feel important doing that because it empowers these musicians to use the tools they have better. What musicians gotcha. are coming to those? Well, for instance, uh, at Berkeley last year, this was so cool because I've got grandkids that can't talk to you without a cell phone in their hand. And, and <laughs> it's going to be a problem. I understand. You, you, we all know that. Well, can you picture this? These kids are paying forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year for a music education, wow. and. Here I set up, and I wasn't allowed to be there because one of the major manufacturers bought the, the rights to use their amps only oh. at the school. But a guitar club asked me to be a guest speaker, so I came, and, and, and it wasn't a sales pitch. I tell them about speakers and cabinets. Yeah, and it was just an and, educational. Yeah, it's educational. Yeah. And so I had about 60 kids sit in total rapt attention, not one cell phone out, for about two hours and when it was over they all lined up shook my hand and said thank you so much here we are getting a music education yeah. and no one has ever told us any of these things wow. that we can now go out that's and be refresh. better yeah that's refreshing oh god it? well yeah. look that hair standing up on yeah. the arms yeah, on absolutely. my arms right now. but but that means so much to me and, and look uh obviously it is a sales thing i guess because if i earn their respect yeah on down the road maybe they'll come back and yeah, be a customer their but 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 whether they do or not it means yeah. so much to me to pass sure. this on you know giving back is a big deal mirc's been doing it for years we actually yeah. have done uh free guitar setup clinics um, that was always for free. Richard yeah, repair, had an idea yeah, to repair yeah. clinics, and you know what? It was kind of the same premises. It's yeah. just kind of like, hey, it's just a way to give back. It gives educate people, and you know what? If we can earn their respect from that position, then they'll come back. Our philosophy is just give it away. Yeah, give well, it away. Just give it away. Yeah, me too. And, and somebody asked me, I went to the Phoenix Steel Guitar Show. Uh, okay. I work a lot with Paul Franklin and Bruce Bouton, and these we, we have what Vince considers it to be the number one steel amp right now. And it was only because Vince introduced me to Paul, and I've worked with Paul Franklin for the last eight years, and we've developed yeah. the Paul Franklin signature steel amp. So I, I go to all the steel shows. Cost me about 1200 bucks to go out to Phoenix and back, and I did this three-hour seminar. They, were, they gave me a room to use. And some guy asked me, he said, what do you get out of this? That's got to call. I said, well... Uh, it, it's the greatest satisfaction in the world because at the Phoenix show, no one understood how to adjust their amp with their tone stack. They didn't realize that that was an, a passive yeah. tone stack. Really? They thought that they started at the left, and as you added on the treble knob, it added treble. I said, no, no, no. Turn your knobs all to the right, all your tone stack, mm -hmm. your treble, bass, and middle. Turn it to all the way to the right and play your amp for five minutes. That's what you, that's 100% of you and what your amp sounds like. Then I'm learning something back, new right now. I am too. I'm so fascinated. <laughs> well, you know, we, well, most people think that 12 o'clock is neutral, okay. and if you turn to the right, you add. If you turn to the left, you it's not, unless it's a PA board or an amplifier that or has an active circuit. Yeah. yeah, so on a, on a typical Fender or a little Walter, or, you know, turn your treble basin 
and mids all the way to the right and play the amp. Now you won't, you may not like that totally, but at least it'll let you know what you're starting with. That's Which what the amp yeah. sounds like. Okay. So then bleed off some whatever highs, mids, or lows that you need. But remember something: your whole life's work is coming through a quarter inch cable. All the practice, everything you've done is coming through a quarter inch cable with a tiny little AC signal that is almost too small to measure. Then when it gets in that amp, we want to protect that parent signal as much as we can. Yeah. So the more you turn, when you turn that treble knob to the left, you're bleeding off high frequency, but you're also bleeding off some of your signal to the chassis. Wow. So okay. I had people after the show text me and email me, I'm in love with my amplifier again, you know? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, did so, you know that? Cool. So that's what, that's Dang what, it. you know, that's the kind of step. But people say, I didn't know that. I said, well, I started playing in the 60s and nobody ever told us any of this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, no one tells us today. You're well, the you know, first but, one. Well, but, but that's what you got to do. And then when I, when I have a clinic with 30 people in it, they'll go off and every one of them will tell two of their friends. Oh, yeah, sure. And so we're spreading, we're spreading the knowledge base. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and I don't have to tell you, it's a tough industry. Whether you're it's making rough, instruments yeah. or you're playing, oh, it's yeah. a yeah. tough way to make. So a what you what you guys do today that are listening to this to 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 find the best tone for it with their amp? Well, people constantly will call me and say, "I've got the amp that you build that Vince uses, or I've got the amp that Paul Franklin uses. Could yeah. you send me a picture of how Paul adjusts his knob?" <laughs> really? And I said, "Well, I will do that, but I'll tell you what Paul would tell you if he were here. Paul would tell you to set the volume, start with your knobs, your tone all the way open, and back them off to to what your ears sounds to you as the absolute best sound what you want people to hear and that's what's right for you because we all have different ears we all hear slightly yeah, sure. differently yeah. and if i set your amp up it's what i hear yeah you may not hear that same thing so you just simply uh, play with it i don't think people have spent enough time sitting with an amp alone and and trying no, every possible huh. setting of volume and tone together, and uh, you you may that's just, actually true. You, you that's may discover true. something. Is. You plug it in, yeah. you turn it up, give it a little dry. I mean, yeah. it's just well, you I don't do much. You spend thirty seconds on one of the most uh, important things there is. Yeah. And here's another thing that I tell people in the clinic that I'd like to share with your your listeners is that. I, I always ask a, a show of hands: How many people here have a pedal or two that you don't use anymore? Yeah. So they all they all yeah, had them up. Sure. And I said, okay, how many people here have the original speaker that came in your store-bought amp? They all raised their hand. I said, so you're sure that that company did an exhaustive search and spent no spared no expense to put the best <laughs> sounding speaker, or do you think maybe they bought they got a deal on a hundred speakers? And I <laughs> yeah. said, so so instead of buying another pedal or sell off a couple pedals on eBay or Reverb or something that uh, that you're in a yard sale that you don't use, invest in a couple drastically different speakers. Call a few people and get some feedback from people who know. Okay, and then change. A speaker, hundred dollars, hundred fifty dollars. It takes four. It takes two minutes and four screws yeah. to change a speaker in your amp, and you may, you may put new life into what yeah, you played absolutely. for years. True, yeah, absolutely. So you know, I, I mean, I, I try to get people, and my wife says. Well, if you make them like their amps, you're not going to sell many. Oh, no, I said we can't be that way. You know, we, well, we, know. we, we got to contribute. You yeah, got to contribute. Give it, give it well, away. How Let's many people? How many people, though, guitar players want to buy amps? Will go. Hey, I want to sound like somebody. 
Well, I would think uh, that would actually drive a lot of. That is, to be honest, I don't have a budget. I can't afford magazine ads. Uh, it's just my wife and I. I hand build everything myself, and it's just the two of us. And we've been in business now on our eleventh year. And thank God that people go to concerts and see Vince Gill or Paul Franklin or yeah. or one of these wonderful artists play them and and then contact me and most people will take a picture and blow it up when they get home of mm -hmm. his amp to find out it says little walter and then they'll wow. google me wow. and that's how i find customers so yeah it's yeah. very important because yeah. and what i tell them i says honest to god if you buy this lamp like vince plays i guarantee you'll sound exactly like vince <laughs> <laughs> no that's, that's the real pitch yeah right there. yeah there, there's that that's the salesman in me but but if um, they believed you you'd have more employees huh? yeah, <laughs> There you go. That's exactly right. So who are some other artists that are playing Little Walter Amps? Well, we just picked up uh, Whitey Morgan in the 78s, okay. which is a, just an absolute phenomenal, honest-to-God, good country band. You think you're in the presence of Waylon. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, they're just fine guys, and we're doing a—well, I can share this with you. It's pretty funny. Um, mm. We're doing a wall of amp. We're doing all Little Walters across the whole stage for it. Because I loaned him a couple when they were in Greensboro, and he fell in love with them. So, yeah. so my wife is our social media manager. So she's on Facebook the other day, and Whitey had sent a message to her. You know, we're, we're getting a whole wall of little Walters. And she says, yeah, a wall of Walters. And his steel player was watching, and he types in, build that wall. And another guy posted, and make Fender pay for it. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, that I is, thought that was one that of the best hilarious. Facebook yeah, posts I'd ever yeah, heard. That's yeah, a magazine that's ad yeah, right Build there. that wall and make yeah, Fender paper. <laughs> and, uh, and you're also, are you in the process of making amps for Robin Ford? Yes. Or what? We, we, uh, I met with Robin about a month ago, right before he did his <laughs> Japan <laughs> tour. It is. And he was like, um, uh, he fell in love with my 59 and the 310 cabinet. You know, we've always grown up with 410 cabinets and Fender. I, I, I can't yeah. take credit. Fender always has had like the Vibro King as yeah. a 310. Yeah. It's a great so, sound. Oh, yeah. it's phenomenal. Well, yeah. I have a dear friend in Dorsey in Canada that I build amps for, and he pushed me to build a 310 cabinet. Robin fell in love with it. He never, yeah. ever played anything like that. What's the decision to go three out instead of four? Well, is there a different um, sound? Do you, you guys probably know Andy Reese, one of my hero guitar. He's the mm -hmm. guitar player with the, the original guitar player with the Time Jumpers uh, okay. that, that plays with Vince and the guys. And Andy told me a long time ago, I told him I thought a 410 cabinet could be woofy. Yeah, yeah. To me, a 10 is a woofer mm -hmm. and a 15 is a tweeter and a 12 is a midpoint between them. Now, I wasn't raised that way. I was a bass player growing up. You okay. had to have a 15. Yeah, yeah. But if... But, but in doing my speaker research, no, you, you, you 10 can give you some real good low end. Yeah. So uh, I told Andy I had a 410 cabinet. It was woofy. He said, unplug one of them. And that's the first time I came in contact with it. And then Trevor Sr. asked me to build a 310 for him. And it's just gone crazy. And everybody, I'm selling them now. Everybody so loves three, these. That 310 is going to give you a punchier, tighter sound? It's the phasing. It's hard to calculate the ohms on a 310 cabinet. They won't calculate like a two or a four or a oh. single speaker wheel. It's, I've had this, this huh. talk with a lot of electronics guys. It's very bizarre, but I think there's some magic in, in, a, in an odd 
mix of those speakers. Really? And it's okay. above my pay grade, I, and I'd love for somebody to educate me on this. But but anyway, it's magic. Okay. Now, and did you say the Viber King had it? Yes, the Viber I've, King. I, yeah, we when I worked retail, we used to stock those yeah. along with, like, the dual professional, like, yes. out of the custom shop yeah. and the Viber King. And you're right. It just has a beautiful sound well, to it. One of my favorite stories is Alan Hines is this wonderful L.A. guitar player. And if, you, if you're not familiar with Alan, uh, Google him or uh, for on YouTube. And yeah. you'll see he plays in these clubs in L.A. And he's got this lovely uh, uh, lady that sings blues with him. They do Ode to Billy Joe. It's some of the best stuff in the world. But I knew him mm -hmm. as, a, as a YouTube star you know yeah yeah so he calls me one day and he found one of my amps in a store in la and he oh same one vince plays on tour and he just went nuts over it and so we became pen pals yeah so he calls me out of the blue about two or three months ago and said i'm in a studio and my my little deluxe reverb crapped out on me and they rolled in a, a super reverb and it's a great amp but it's soulless it, it's just so clean. It's just, you know, yeah. it's not got the character. He, what can I do? And I said, well, you're eight states away. I, I said, unplug the bottom right speaker. He said, I'm serious, man. This ain't a time for a job. <laughs> I, said, I said, try it. Yeah. So I didn't hear from him for yeah. two or three weeks. And he calls me and said, man, I can't believe it. I unplugged that speaker and that made that amp magic. He said, I've got a guy building a 310 cabinet for me. Would wow. you send me wow. your wiring diagram? Wow. <laughs> Seriously. So, and, and that was well, just, Andy Reese told me once, hey, you just unplug one of the four and you like cool. it. I just that's learned something, something new. I mean, my goodness, I feel like I'm like a brand new guitar player <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm becoming a little Walter fan. You guys need to come to the music room. Uh, we have a special music room where I build my amps, and we the farthest anyone has come has been Singapore. They flew in, really came straight to me, spent three hours, picked their amp, got back, went back to Charlotte, got on a plane, and flew back home. Wow! But we have people from all over the country. Bands will be coming through town. They'll stop, and yeah. their jams will break out. But really? but we always cool. do a little tube clinic i keep all these tubes on a board and i show them what different characteristics you know that's so. cool that's fun yeah, we may yeah, have to take a road trip we knew oh we we'd love to have trip. you guys well we're coming to you monday yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I, okay. I haven't been there in a long time and all i can't right. wait to get to Great. Monday. yeah that's that's yeah, one that's of my awesome. favorite destinations now, well, cool. uh, 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 you do have guitars as well oh, right? i'm sorry i got off track well and we, i just i just learned that we t we tested the waters we wanted to come up with about a three thousand dollar quality guitar like a tom Anderson quality or a sure mm -hmm. a really good but we wanted to be able to build it lesser expensive so the guys that wanted those guitars but couldn't quite hit that price point would be able to have it so we we contacted USA custom guitar and body out in Puyallup Washington who who made a lot of the bodies and necks for professional players and they they build us some and because we're not guitar builders they did a wonderful job on them and we probably got eight or ten of them and sold a few. Okay. Yeah. But, but realize that when someone's got a couple thousand dollars to spend on a guitar, they like to buy a name brand, yeah, a Fender, a Gretsch, an Epiphone, a Gibson, so that they have the resale. They guarantee that it'll have X number of resale. Yeah. yeah. So, it, so we just decided, well, we've got these great little Walter guitars. We take them to our clinics, and that's what people use okay. to oh, play cool. them with. And, that's cool. And, and it's turned out really well. But, but no, I, I don't want to be in the guitar business. That's a competitive market. We, we have a trademark on a bass guitar. I'm a bass player, and I, have the, I own the federal trademark on the four-fifths bass, which is B-E-A-D. It's okay. a four-string neck strung with the top four strings of a five-string. 
it's it's not you oh, know I can't wow. it's not my only idea. You know, there's been people doing it. Yeah, yeah. But it's I, I build like a seven pound bass guitar that's chambered and it's a narrow neck. Yeah. And it's got B E A D and it, let me tell you, buddy, I'd give up a G string for a B string. <laughs> You know, I think G-strings are for strippers and guitar players. Yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, I'm glad you went there because I was going to say, there's a joke in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is. There is. Yeah. But, but it, you know, that's one thing. But even that, I I really don't. I'm so busy building the amps, I don't want to sure. get into the, amp, yeah, the, sure. the guitar business. Yeah. But but um, it, it's, it was interesting. Maybe down the road. Huh? Oh, yeah, maybe down. Yeah. Well, no, we got Merck. Yeah, Why do we need to be in the guitar business? That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, hey, going forward, are you guys planning to, you want to expand and get bigger, or do you do like it keeping it, your, you and your wife? And, and To be honest with you, 10 years ago, I did have, we, we've been a big business people in the software business. I've been at mining. I've had a lot of employees. To be honest with you, if we can make enough to live comfortably doing this, which is very hard to do today, yeah. but if we mm -hmm. can, I would much rather be the guy that hand builds every amp. Vince has been on the road seven years with us, and we've never done anything but change a tube yeah. in seven years. And wow. so, if That's we can, test. if we can keep that build quality, and you know, I don't care who it is. My best buddy can work for me, but I still am going to worry if he's going to build it the way I do. So, yeah, yeah. Sure. as long as I can do that, I think I'd be more comfortable just staying small I agree and, with that. and and building and. And hopefully we'll keep picking up some big names. And, yeah. uh, and my main thing is, is that I want to contribute something to our beautiful musical industry. That's what That's I want cool. to do. Yeah. That's so. neat. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Richard, you got anything else? Man, I'm just enjoying listening about the tone and the, the knob. Uh, you know how to make an amp sound better. I think that's fascinating. Yeah, so I, I enjoy that. You could probably get into that conversation with uh, any guitar player. Nine out of ten of them probably would have just learned what I just learned. Yeah, absolutely. From what you were just saying, I've never once heard turn it all the way to the right, open it way up, and let, that's what your amp's doing, and then start backing off what you don't want. I've never heard that Me one either. time. Well, think about it, guys. We all we were raised the instrument's the only thing that's important. I mean, the instrument. Well, you yeah, have to have an yeah. amp, yeah, but it, what can you afford? Well, I can only afford that one. Is it going to be loud enough? Yeah, I think we can be. That's kind of what yeah. goes into it. But when they hear you on the stage, they hear the your amp. speaker, mm -hmm. the type of speaker you use, is every bit as important as the pickups on your guitar, as the guitar you're using, yeah. as you're playing. You, you can't just buy an instrument and stop there. I raced cars for 14 years. A sport, I was a sports car driver. And every component from the fan blade on the engine yeah. to the very rear of the rear end had to all be equal quality if you were going to be competitive. Yeah. And it's the same scenario. Everything yeah. in your chain mm -hmm. is, is as important as everything else. Well, do you think that sometimes what separates guys like Vince Gill from the average player? Because they've gone beyond the guitar and he's searching out his rig and he gets oh, to the amp because he's that into it he's that good his ears are that good and some of these better players are going beyond their guitar they're going to their amp and going hey a big part of my tone and my sound comes right here absolutely it, it may in some regards be more important mm -hmm. well it, i totally agree and like for instance vince called me uh, a few months ago he was it uh, it was finishing up last year's tour and he was playing in Atlanta and I'm four hours from Atlanta and he says Phil do you know anything about this particular speaker I said yeah they're very very good they're very expensive but you know they're very good and he says well could you get me four and bring them over 
and swap mine out at Soundcheck and let's do a test. And we did a test for a day or two before that with the speakers to find out. And we found out that the way Vince adjusts his tone on his famous 53 telly, that he rolls the tone back. We had to come forward about a quarter of an inch mm. to make these new speakers sound magic. Okay. And without that adjustment, so when we got there yeah. to work with Vince, we changed the speakers. We were sitting there on stage. He was testing them. We were working with him about, well, you know, adjusting your tone just a little bit. And and he found that magic yeah. out of those speakers. But, yes, you're exactly yeah. right. Um, he obviously he's got the best guitars. Oh yeah. That, you oh, know yeah, his collection is is un unbelievable. I love to go over there and, and just look at him, but he does. Uh, he really puts some emphasis in on the gear that's yeah. going to reproduce the sound on stage. Well, because the guys that you're mentioning that are some of the artists, they're some of the best, if not the best, in the industry. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, and some of them are are people that a lot of people don't know unless they're into studio players or they have or ears whatever. that none of us can oh, even imagine. Right. <laughs> You're correct on that. I've been around a few of those guys and they hear things that you would swear isn't yes. there but they are there. Oh yes, oh yeah. yes. And that's why I go to them as soon as I get a new prototype, I go straight down to Vince's yeah. and and get as many of the guys together. What do you think, guys? And sometimes I get a thumb down, sometimes I get a thumbs up. Yeah. Sometimes we yeah. have to go back and tweak a bit. Yeah. But at least I've got those people on my team. Well, you know, that's you don't a good get, team to have. Yeah, and you don't get that out of mass production companies. Oh, oh no. Absolutely no, not. No, so, no, but what no. speakers do you use? I started out with uh, Celestians. I've always loved Celestian speakers. I still like Celestian speakers. Now, I don't talk I don't put down any brand, but yeah, they're sure. not made. Only a few of the Celestian speakers are made in England. The rest of them are outsourced to mm -hmm. to uh, China. China. Now, yeah. I do I heard the other day that they were coming back and going to rebuild all their speakers in England. I'm very proud to say that. Because of that, I went in on a search and I tried several different American-made speakers and I ran into the Eminence company in Eminence, yeah, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, everybody in town works at the at the speaker factory there. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, sure, I was yeah. raised in coal camps where everybody that lived in the town worked for the coal company. You know, sure, sure. It's, it's a very neat feeling there. And it's a small town feel, and they really care. And I, I don't like every speaker that they make, uh, but I have worked with them to find four or five that are absolutely magic. And remember this, guys: uh, Ken Fisher, my hero, the guy that invented and built the train wreck amp made a statement a long time ago that every chassis built has a holy grail speaker. And I think he could take a slide rule and calculate out how to come up with that. Well, I, I, that's yeah. above my grade. I have to sit and go through countless hours of trying each speaker. Oh, man. But I okay. do agree with him after okay. being in this business this long. I have found certain speakers that I pair up with certain of my chassis, and the same speaker doesn't work on all of them. Yeah, I, interesting. And, and so that's what I found. And Eminence has been so good to work with me, I'm a very small builder. I can't buy 50 speakers at a time. Yeah, sure. So because I've brought a lot of top artists to them that are now using their speakers, they allow me to get a, a price yeah. that a lot of the they're guys get good for, for buying them. 100. Yeah, they're, smart, buy they're smart people, right? Well, and and so I'm very proud to, to work with them. But that's who we're working with now on speakers. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, so when you when you made the switch, you were using Celestians. Yes. And you made the and switch. And we still use some Celestians. Okay. We, did yeah. you go to the artists and go, hey, guys, what do you think? Or did they hear it and go, hey, well, I like the way this no, sounds? No, Vince still uses Celestian. Okay. He, he's he's just shifted from one Celestian model that I started him out on years ago to an, to a, a the the newer one that the more expensive one that okay. is really a nice speaker. Mm. 
Um, so, no, I don't. I may go to one of these guys and say, try this, see what you think. But those guys know what they like. And so oh, yeah. I, I, when I talk about using these speakers, it's for my, my, the general buying public and my normal customer base. But if one of those guys tells me I have a deal with a speaker company or I really like this speaker, we'll use that. Yeah. Because okay. the customer's right. The artist is mm -hmm. right. It's what they hear. If they're on stage and they look out and see you in the audience and they know that you're hearing what they want you to hear. Yeah. So that's what we're after. Yeah, I, don't yeah, care. Gotcha. I don't care if it's made in China. You know, I mean, sure, it doesn't matter. I, I feel strong about buying American, but I'm not going to let that sure, not sure. tone, you know. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Now, you, uh, Brent Mason yep. plays? He, uh, Brent uses several different amps. It's like a lot with, of studio work. Yeah, Brent, Brent uses, but I'm very proud that I'm. he's got a few of my amps, and he does use my amps when it's right for the project he's on. And he mm -hmm. put out a, a video not long ago a few years ago, how to record electric guitar or something like it, it was a really neat DVD. And I was so proud to be included in that. Oh, okay. oh, he, yeah. he mentioned my amp and a couple other brands that he uses yeah. and, and said he, this one was made by a friend of his in North Carolina. So I'm, oh, you know, that's cool. so I'm, and I, and I don't expect them, a lot of my guys that, that I build for, they'll do the Tonight Show and they flow in. They don't have any gear and they're using a backline. They're yeah, sure. Whatever's there, you yeah, know. So gotcha. you can't be you you can't get your feelings hurt no. because <laughs> because your guy plays no. some other amp, you know. But I'm yeah. just proud that they yeah. they use them when they use them. No, You're included in the arsenal. Yes, buddy. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Buddy. Yeah. So. Man, that's cool. I love it. This is great. A, this has not only been an education; it's been a pleasure to be able to get yes. to know you. A little hey, bit. thank you so much, guys. I feel honored to get to sit at your table today well, and, and join in with you. It's yeah. not a very big table; <laughs> it's just a card table. That's right. <laughs> no, we appreciate you doing it. We've yeah. learned a lot. A very intriguing stuff that you brought to us. So yeah. hopefully, it'll pro provoke a lot of thought well, amongst uh, and, guitar and if any, players. If anybody out there listening wants to discuss anything or ask a question, I'm always open. Okay. Uh, you can find me on on the internet and ask. Send me an email or What's a your text. website. Once you uh, see uh, your website, uh, uh, it's littlewaltertubamps.com. Okay, okay. littlewaltertubamps.com. And, uh, and, and you can find my contact and my phone number and everything on there. And if, if someone has a question, even if you're not a customer or you're not looking to buy an amp, if I have the time i'd be more than glad to uh, answer a question nice. oh wait i got yeah. one more yeah. one more important question to ask sure. how did you come up with little walter i'm just now realizing that i can't tell the full story <laughs> um, i was in the mining business in eastern kentucky and we were a non-union coal mine and during the mining uh strikes they have every three or four years to renew yeah. the contract it got pretty ugly and there, it was a pretty scary time, and uh, I was interviewed after an altercation. Uh oh! I'll say that. I think I can say that. And uh, <laughs> no, a Lexington good. TV station interviewed me, and I'd, I'd ended up with a few holes in my truck uh, coming wow. through the, the line. And uh, so I gave him an interview, and one of my foremen saw it. It got on national news, and he said. Let's see, how did he put it? He says, hey, boss, I saw you on TV last night. You looked real good. I'm going to start calling you Little Walter, as in Walter Cronkite, because it oh, was in the okay. 70s. Okay. So everybody back home calls me Walter. I don't think some of them know my name's Phil, you know, yeah. but but That's when funny. I 30 years later when I built my first amp and I thought I need to name it, I looked down and on the back of my motorcycle helmet, I'd airbrushed Little Walter. And I, there it is. That's what oh, I want. Oh, that's cool. So I we like bought that. the trademark. Yeah. And a few years ago, I get a call from Walter Marion Jacobs, little Walter's daughter, Marion. 
who said, I understand you have the trademark Little Walter. And I said, yes, I do. And she said, I, I'm on here with my lawyer. <laughs> That's the scariest words you can ever hear. Oh, man. And, but I owned, I owned it outright. You know, I'd, I'd gone through and paid dearly for it. And I said, do me a favor, send me what you want to do. And she wanted to use the name Little Walter for the Little Walter Foundation, which is a very good thing she's doing to try okay. to help musicians. I think it's a nonprofit. It's, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. And when she sent me her letter, it had Little Walter written totally different than mine, and it had her, a harmonica in the logo. It was okay. her logo. And I just called her up and said, Marion, as long as you're not in the amp business, Go you use it. that name as long as you want, oh, anytime you want. That's and she says, nice thank you. you, and so everybody's happy. Oh, yeah. that's a good story. But that's, that's, how, that's where the name that's came That's a neat in. story. And when we turn the mics off, I'll tell you the rest of the story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what, there was where more. Where the holes came from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, well, cool. we appreciate it. It's been a great show. I yes. hope you've been enjoying the Three Amigos show. Always got to give a shout out to them because yep, they've absolutely. been great hosts. Miss Ruth here. Brinkman is one of my heroes. Yes. We love doing this show okay. yes, yes awesome. excellent yes, yes. so appreciate it and yep. uh yeah again thank you very thank much. you all for having it. me it's been yeah, an honor absolutely. yeah absolutely own a music store or sell guitars online need more inventory to stay competitive in today's market mirc is the nation's largest wholesaler of quality used guitars visit www.mircweb.com to become a dealer today thanks for listening to the music retail show